0: hey guys how you living you doing well good glad to hear that um, this is gonna be a very short intro we uh, or I my brain is mush and we just got done with uh, the busiest week of our year and um, yeah bike week so there's that. Um, this is, uh, pretty much just a, this episode's a documentation of the weekend and all the things that sort of led up to a pretty gnarly panic attack that I had and, the the weird steps that I had to go through to, to get out of that mindset and just sort of a little bit of what, um, a little bit of what, uh, I don't know what a panic attack is like. Maybe if you've never had one before, you'll understand it a little better after this episode. And if you have one, have had one before, then then uh, this episode uh, maybe uh, maybe some sort of uh, way for you to maybe see that other folks have this same issue and see if it uh, affects you the same way that it does me. Anyway, see, I told you my brain's ruined right now. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not going to give you anything else out of this episode. That's pretty much the whole whole gist of it. Things you should listen to and watch this week. The Beatles' Love Album. John Morland. Big Bad Love. And there's no theme here. The Flaming Lips. Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. See, that album's all about love, too, by the way. Check it out. Also, watch Mr. 3000. Dark. And, again, dear white people, it's that good. You really need to watch it. And it's that important to me that you watch it. So, please, turn this off and watch that. Finish the rest of this later. (laughs) All right. So, uh, without further ado, folks, here's episode number 26 of My Stuff. Enjoy, folks. Hola. How's it going? How are you? Good. That's really good to hear. Seriously, it really is. Not, you know, No sarcasm here. There may be a little. Because I can't hear you, you know. There's that. So I look like a crazy person right now. If you uh, are seeing the YouTube thing, you know this. But, um, anywho. Uh, so, I'm going to preface all of this by saying... That it always rains for bike week. It always rains on bike week. Always. Never fails. Always rains on a bike week. And um yeah, just remember that. Keep that in mind. So, also another thing I'm gonna say too, um, if the video feed, if the video feed drops at all, which I have a problem with it doing that sometimes. Um, I had a, uh, and I'll have a few watchers and it'll drop, but, uh, if the video feed does drop, then, uh, give me less than a minute and just, just go back to my YouTube channel and I'll, I'll be back on cause, uh, yeah, just, just, uh, yeah, do that. So my brain's all fuzzy because of, uh, just got done with a very, very, very long weekend and hopefully this episode doesn't run too long. Because there's a lot that happened and I'm going to be covering. But, um, so, yeah. All right. I'm just going to start off by uh, talking about the weekend. Um, first off, we played this place called Boardwalk Billies. And uh, Boardwalk Billies is a great gig. I love doing it. And we had a good time there. Uh, me and Adam went up a little early. To uh square the square the condo away that we were staying in. And Smitty met us at Boardwalk Billy's after we had already went and got the got the room settled. Actually, maybe Smitty went by the room. It doesn't matter. This is uh, doesn't matter. Um and I'm probably gonna be mumbling a lot and saying a lot of random things, so please forgive me for that because my brain is literally uh mush right now. <coughs> so don't judge me. And I'm hoarse AF. My voice is gone, man. I don't know if you can tell. But anyway, um, we did our gig at Billies and we got done. We had some sushi and uh, I, the, the the boxes of sushi we were as we, we stopped by Walmart after. Okay, I, I have to back up a minute. We stopped by Walmart after Boardwalk Billies and. Uh, We had, I had, we went into Walmart and we had no list. We just walked, uh, we knew what we wanted to get. We had to have breakfast stuff and we knew we were going to be eating dinner out at places. So we didn't have to really worry about dinner foods. We all, we knew we needed breakfast. We knew we needed water and I'd forgot my belt and I'd forgot, uh, uh, soap. (laughs) So there was a few things I needed. So we went into Walmart, no list. And we got all the breakfast stuff, and uh, all the, we walked up and down the aisles, and we were like, oh, this, we need this, we need this, and, and uh, got everything that we needed. So we thought. Um, and then we ended up getting out. We, we get out of the car, we pack everything in, and there's so much shit in my car. Like, just the entire system. There's just a lot of stuff in my car and we we were carefully packing all the stuff in there together so that we didn't break the eggs and whatnot and we go to pull off and Adam's like shit we forgot water and i'm like oh man we did forget water that's a bummer like that's a very important thing like that's the main deal like that's we're going to need water like immediately <laughs> we're not going to need eggs till the morning but anyway so i was like all right fuck i'll go back in and i'll get the water so i went in and i got the water Came back out, had to find somewhere to fit this giant case of water, which was a treat or or a task. Treat. See, my brain's like just shifting out words with other ones that kind of work. It was a task in itself, and uh, ended up getting back. uh, Ended up getting back to the to the room, and I left my bathroom bag down in my trunk. And as I was going down to get the bathroom bag, I was like, man. I forgot to get fucking soap. So I went and I got my bag and I, and then as I was about to walk back upstairs, like, you know what? We're right here at Walmart. The place we were staying at was right behind Walmart. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Went back to Walmart, got the soap and got a belt. And, um, just being in that area. Like I used to, I used to work in that area. I used to live up in a little river and I used to work the, Oh, by the way, all shit, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't tell you where we were. We went up to North Myrtle Beach. It was in Little River, and we were staying in North Myrtle Beach. And uh, um, I lived up in Little River for a, for a little bit, and I worked for beach services in the city for the city of North Myrtle Beach for a few years. And uh, just getting to ride around up there and looking at all the places that I used to, like, drive past every day multiple times it just everything looks different now and where there were once woods there are now condos and it's um I don't know it's done up a lot uh differently than it was last time I saw it and uh I don't know it was just just everything looks different and uh that's I don't know that's uh I don't know it's just a weird thing weird thing to me uh is is that point of getting to the age where where you watch the world around you change. Like as a kid, you never you never think about shit like that. But it certainly happens when you get older. So um, I'm going to hold the place right there in that story and go back just a little bit. So when me and Adam left Walmart the first time and made it back to the condo, we were trying to make everything, to get everything upstairs in uh, one trip because uh, when we first pulled up, there were two sets of stairs on our, uh, on our condo. So we pulled in and I parked closer to one set of stairs than the other, but our room ended up being closer to the other set of stairs. So we, uh, we walked up the set of stairs that were closer to our room and we're like, all right, cool. Got up there. uh, And we were on the top floor of our complex. And (laughs) So we get to the top floor of our complex, which is only four stories. It wasn't too awful. We get to the top and both me and Adam are, and I mean, I'm bigger than Adam. Both of us are just, just give the F out. We are just fucking tired. And we're, we're just like, oh man, this is going to be, this is going to be tough when, when, uh, after three or four days or after three days of this. So we got into the room, we had to make a couple trips back and forth. And uh we 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 made a made a frozen pizza and I played clash of clans and went to bed. But while we were while we were uh carrying all this shit up the stairs, trying to make it all in one go, Adam is like and and, and I've told him several times, man, and, and and him and Smitty both know that I'm a very difficult person to be around sometimes. And I like things done a particular way. And if anybody in my family knows or anybody in my family is, is the same way because they grew up with the same group of people that I, I did. And, uh, it's, it's totally understandable if you knew who my granddad was, but, but, uh, not making excuses or or hiding behind jeans right now. Well, I'm kind of hiding behind jeans, Not those jeans, silly. (laughs) See them off my rocker today. Recycle your plastics. Mm. I threw away so many plastic bottles this weekend. (sighs) Anyway, um, so while, uh, and and they'll always say, Adam and Smitty, I mean, we'll always say that I'll find some way to bitch about something. But he's just like lumbering up the steps, and like he's got the sushi and uh, the eggs and everything. And I'm like, man, you realize you're carrying precious cargo, man. Just, just be careful a little bit. And uh, we get anyway, we get all this stuff up there, and we go to open our sushi. Now we're back to the sushi. Uh, I'm sorry, I know the story's bouncing around. I apologize for that, but. We opened up a box of sushi and there's just, nothing's where it's supposed to be. Everything's all, you know, why when you get a to-go sushi and everything's just like all perfect and everything. Well, this is like, this looks like sushi that had kids come over for a couple hours un uh, <laughs> unchaperoned. And, and it was, uh, and uh, Adam had apparently poured a little soy sauce on the sushi at, beforehand and somehow in transit the wasabi chunk of wasabi got mixed in with all that soy sauce and into the sushi and I didn't notice that and I hate wasabi. So I took a giant bite of a sushi roll and it was a giant mouthful of wasabi and I was aggravated about that. But that that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about sushi. <coughs> I was upset about that, but doesn't matter. Anyway, The next morning, which to me was around 1130, I got up and showered, made biscuits and gravy. Adam had already been up a few hours and made bacon, so there's that. And we both started looking at the radar. Now, remember that I said it always rains for bite week. Well, it does, and it did. And then the weather, weather started getting worse and worse. So Smitty calls. He's on his way to where we are. And... Um, It's pouring-ass rain here on the south end. Excuse me. And uh, we start wondering whether or not we're going to be able to load in. Now, um, side note, my folks bought me this really sweet Bose PA system that is just really awesome, and it's pristine. We've never had it out in any sort of bad weather. Excuse me. So I start like worrying about taking it out of the car. I don't want to get, I don't want to risk getting this thing wet and it not work and we not be able to do what we got to do. So I start freaking out about that and just start worrying about that. So finally we pull into the festival, which is is usually a nightmare to get into, but this time it wasn't so bad, but we pulled in and, um, everything's going okay at this point And, uh, I'm still very, very worried about the system. Um, Just, I just really don't want the system to get wet, and I'm very worried about that. So we get out, and me and him carry a couple things up to the up to the door of the pilot house where we, and that's probably I don't know, 150 maybe 200 yards if that actually no it's probably more like 1 120. I maybe mean, either way we've got to maneuver through a lot of people and we've got to uh we got to just we, we we carry a few things in there and it's kind of hard to maneuver through to people when you got a, a handful of equipment and guitars and speakers and whatnot. So drop a couple things off in there and it's pouring rain, so within a minute of arriving, I am soaked and just—I mean—bad soaked. And I'm wearing jeans and like, <clears throat> obviously because I—I I, I don't know if it's just a dude thing or if all people do this, but my jeans are a lot longer than they need to be, I guess. So <clears throat> I'm walking with fucking just—just just feels like mud flops on. And I got just water all the way, like five to six inches up my jeans, and it's just just starting to get miserable. So we get there, and we set our guitars where we're supposed to play, and there's this giant puddle of water, like right where we set up, and that freaks me out. So I start to panic. I start to panic, and it gets much worse from there. We get back to the car, and there's just so much equipment. And I'm thinking, uh, should we call Scott, uh, or is Scott being our agent? Like, should we call Scott and find out if we should get the system out right now? And uh, should we even worry with it? And uh, I still think about that puddle of water again, <clears throat> right where we're supposed to set up, and that just starts freaking me out. So I literally just started to panic and I don't have, like I when I used to drink, when I drank, I would have a panic attack like every night and I'd have to convince myself that I wasn't dying and I'm not having a heart attack. I'm just freaking out. And even after, even a long time after I quit drinking, I would still have a panic attack like every night. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night and have to like sit up in my bed and convince myself that I can breathe. And that I'm not. My heart's not gonna explode. I'm not dying. And I, 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 you just, if you've never had a panic attack before, it's really hard to. It's I don't know. It, it sounds like bullshit if you've never had a panic attack before. If, if to someone who's never had one, it's just like, oh well, it just sounds like you're just being a bitch. And in a way, it kind of is. But there's just a lot of random shit that goes on in your head that triggers this complete meltdown. And I'm just, at this point, I'm looking at my car and all the equipment in it that we have to lug through all of these people. And, and oh, and by the way, the road that we have to maneuver through all of these people in has a river running down the middle of it. And I'm not exaggerating like this. There's like just a, a steady stream of water that's probably, I don't know, uh, six inches deep, just running down like a six inch deep, uh, foot and a half wide river running down the middle of the road. And I'm just, <laughs> I mean, I'm literally beside myself the entire time and they're asking me, "What are we going to do? Are we going to call Scott? We, I mean, do we get the stuff out? It's raining. Adam had a, had somehow come across an umbrella from somebody there, and Smitty was uh, Smitty was about to get his stuff out, but he's got a drum too. He doesn't want to get any of his equipment wet. We're all in the same boat here, and. So I'm just, was in a point where I had to make a lot of decisions like right then. And I was in no mental shape to do that because I was just, I was, I was having a meltdown and I don't know what it was about. And before I go any further in that story, now I'm thinking maybe it was because that was one of the gigs that I used to drink my most at. Like when you go in there, I'm sorry, I'm coughing so much. I'm really hoarse. This, this gig took a lot out of me. Or this weekend rather, but i <clears throat> when you, I'm, when you go up to a normal place like here in the inlet, we got this we we split shots in the inlet, and by that I mean like you can get if you, you got eight people you want to buy shots for, you can get four shots split eight ways. I know that because this is a Merle's inlet based podcast that most people here know that, but otherwise, most people might not. So when you go to the pilot house, they give you like almost every shot is almost a double. Just about every shot is a double. Like they, they hook you up when it comes to the liquor up in that building. So that was one of my favorite gigs because of that. Cause I love to drink <clears throat> and maybe it was because all of that, like driving up in and like the memories of being like, Oh shit, I used to drink so much on this weekend. <clears throat> maybe that was part of it. So, um, Anyway, I just, after I realized I I couldn't make any of these decisions and I I was just freaking out and I didn't want to do anything. I was like, I just wanted to hurt something or hit somebody or, or whatever. It didn't matter. I just wanted to, I, I was flipping out and I wanted to inflict pain that I was feeling on somebody else and, or something else. And thank God I'm a little bit smarter than that. Because, and, and right, right before all this, sorry guys, I'm losing my losing my control of my voice. But as soon as I was like piled upon all of these, had all these decisions and weird things in my head piled up on my brain, it started raining harder. And that just, just I lost all, I don't know, I lost all who I was and what I was about and just... I don't know, I was just really, that's what a panic attack is like, right? That explanation, just confusing, and it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it's weird, and you don't understand what's going on, but it sucks, and you think you're going to die, and you just want to hurt something, and your heart's going to explode, and it really feels like that. And I never, never had any experiences with these things until, I don't know, the last, maybe, maybe, three or four, maybe five years in my life. And it's just like a feeling that everything is wrong and it will never be right again. And that's what it literally feels like. If you ever watch Harry Potter, it's like a Dementor attack. I know I just got really nerdy, but that's fine because the flesh finally reveals the madness within That's serious black. Actually, that was Lupin who said that. See, I'm such a nerd. Doesn't matter. We're getting off subject. All right, so in the middle of this panic attack that I'm having, Adam says, I've got this umbrella. How about we load everything on the cart, and I'll just hold the umbrella over it, and we'll just <clears throat> we'll just lug through all these people. So that's what we did. We piled everything on the cart, and Adam's holding this umbrella that's only covering like half of the equipment. So we got the important stuff to where uh, it's not getting wet. We start pushing, pushing all through the stuff. And then we're trying to stay on the side. And like, everybody's sort of got traffic going. Now we can't cross this little river because I'll be damned if I'm going to put the cart to where I can splash water all up on the shit. Cause I, like I, like I said, like, it was a, it was a gift from my folks after I told them I didn't want anything for Christmas. And they got me a system for Thanksgiving. See, they've got me on a technicality. Which I can't argue with, and I'm very appreciative of it. But uh, but that's a whole other podcast, that gift-giving thing. We'll cover that one day. Gift-giving is kind of weird. If I see somebody and the, they might like something, I'll get it for them. I don't need a special time of year to do that. But anyway, side the point. We're lugging this equipment down the street. <clears throat> Adam's holding <clears throat> holding this giant umbrella over it. And I'm just on a mission. I'm like almost like not running, but I'm definitely not walking. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm getting there with this cart. So we get right up to the building where we need to go. And there is just a group of people standing right in the way of where I need the cart to go. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna go around them. And I start to go around them. And then the speaker the base unit of this bow system starts to slide off of the edge of the cart and like right towards that river so my heart immediately explodes and i am about to die but somehow i catch it and recover pull it back around and get it to where it, the 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 ground's not so wet and slide it back onto the slide it back onto the cart. I didn't lose anything. We didn't, nothing got, nothing got, uh, any, any wetter than the red, the, like I did, which actually it, it was, it was, yeah, we were all soaked and it was just miserable. And like I said, I recovered it, kept it on the cart, got it in the building. And then I started trying to figure out the floor situation because the floor was soaked. There was a lot of foot traffic coming in through, uh, the, to sort of paint this picture for you, the room has giant doors that open up on two sides of the walls. Like, uh, like the, like pretty much people can walk through one side of the building to the other and it's all open. And it's almost like a, like half of the room is, is completely open. So all this foot traffic is just made puddles of water right here where we set up and I'll be damned if I'm going to going to set this brand new pristine Bose system on a wet floor. Cause that's just, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. So anyway, um, after, like, after I, I realized that, Oh, that was it. My whole life flashed before my eyes. That was it for the Bose. <laughs> now i got to figure this out. So Rich, who is, um, uh, the owners, the owners, uh, Husband, boyfriend, love interest, however you want to paint this picture. Rich has been there since day one. Great guy. He's always the dude that helps us out anytime we get there. He's always willing to help in any way that he can. He witnessed this entire meltdown of mine. And I'm standing there just staring down at this wet floor, not knowing what to do. And he's like, I've never seen you like that. And I didn't know what to do. And I was trying to talk through it. And I was trying to explain because that's what I do. I was trying to explain what was going on, but I was obviously not succeeding in any way, shape, or form because your brain doesn't work right whenever you're in the middle of a panic attack. So I'm like just... I'm having to, to stand here and stand still for like 10 minutes just to calm down enough to set up. So finally, and after Rich, Rich helped, like he got us some cardboard boxes to lay down and and soak up some of that water and gave us tablecloth so we could set the base unit down on it. And uh, we eventually decided that we were just going to slide the cart in the corner and obviously it's off the ground, and we just set our system up right on top of the cart, and uh, that ended up working out well. And he was a he was a just a really 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 good dude for that situation. And I I told him several times how much I appreciated him, understanding that I was just not <laughs> and I and I didn't act out like I didn't say anything, and I'm I don't like I didn't flip out on anybody around me because I've been as I've said lately, making a conscious effort to not do that. And I ended up, uh, everything was fine. And I started calming down a little bit after we got the, got the cart, uh, or got the system set up on the cart. And I realized that we, I wasn't going to have to worry it and everything worked fine. <clears throat> and I, and I sort of calmed down a lot, a lot more after that. So here's a crazy thing that happened. Adam and Smitty were taking a shot of Jameson, and I know that because I stuck my finger in one of the shot cups and just just all around the inside of my mouth got all of the liquor that was on my finger off of it, and that is not a, not taking a shot, but I that like I actually I, I I had I was flipping out and I saw that and that's the first thing that I thought to do, but what's really i'm really proud of is that i was not in my right mind at that situation at that particular moment and when i saw a shot cup my initial reaction was to dip my finger in it and just lick my finger rather than take the shot and pound an entire shot which i'm really stoked about that and that's the closest thing that i've done to drinking since i quit and literally after that i leveled out and i i mean we did the gig and it was uh it was actually i don't know it was a good gig it was a great gig we always do very well there the people are very happy to have us there and we're that's literally my favorite gig of of the year anytime i get to play that room that is my favorite room to play and i i've i've told i, I say this Many times we did on the cornbread podcast when we were doing that, I said it many times. And even on this one, I'm sure I've said it before, but, um, after we got done with that gig, we went to our buddy Drake's house and Drake is the guy who always tips me in vinyl. He is the coolest dude. Uh, he's, he's one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. He always brings a record. He always brings a really obscure or rare vinyl to tip me with. And uh, this time, he brought me a 1988 or 1980-something. 1980 I'm looking at it right now. I want to go grab it and show it to you, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but he brought me this really awesome Pink Floyd bootleg live album from 1980-something. And it's it's literally just like the, all the hits got shine on. I'm not going down the Pink Floyd stuff because I know you guys aren't as into it as I am. But if you are, please contact me. I'd love to talk to you about it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we stopped at Drake's house for a little bit. He he and his brother made some Cornish hens and all kinds of really uh, awesome food that I never eat. And it, was, it seemed like, I don't know, like I walk in and it's like the set of a cooking show and all of this stuff that's sitting around and it's pretty awesome. But we have a tradition. Every time after we finish our first gig, the Saturday gig at Pala House, we always go to Casa Casavilla. Casa Villa, however you want to say it. We're in America, it doesn't matter, I don't think. That sounded weird. Sorry, didn't mean that. Casa Villa, Casa Villa. We, uh, have a We have a little appetizer at Drake's because it would be rude. And plus, we're all giants, basically. And then we go to Casa Villa. <laughs> so Smitty, every year we go to Casa Villa, he gets some, for some reason or somehow he ends up getting a giant ass margarita and he drinks like none of it. So he goes to order a margarita and she's like, if you want to get the 64 ounce, there's the giant fishbowl, like a basic, you know what a fish bowl margarita is. We've all seen it. So he's like, yeah, why don't we do that? Before he gets to put his order in, I was like, I, 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 "I was like, wait a second. You remember the last time we were here? You ordered a giant ass margarita and didn't even didn't even drink half of it. Not even a not even a quarter of it. And I'm not exaggerating. He didn't even drink a quarter of it. So, and he's all like, you know, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. All right, fine. Orders a margarita." Maybe takes, I don't know. Say that there was this much off the top of it. Now, granted, a fish bowl is 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 pretty big, but like say there was maybe this much, and by this much I mean there was maybe an inch inch in the difference of the beginning to the end of this drink. And anyway, uh, that, we 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 started talking about. We kind of argued for a minute and had a few words, but but that's normal. We we fight all the time. We're very good at it. And after we, after we get back to the room and I'm like, sorry, man, love you to death. Don't, don't, I'm, I was hangry and you, you just, just pushed a button or something. I don't know, but we, we were all fine and we ended up staying up talking about the meaning of life for the rest, for, I don't know, the rest of the time we were awake, which we're probably going to do again the next episode we do together. This guy named uh, Richard Squires, who I've, uh, uh, Shouted out a couple times on here is going to be interviewing me and Smitty on this podcast. And that's going to be coming up soon. We waited till we got done with bike week to start even trying to think of when that would be because bike week is just, it's just too much. Uh, It's too much to schedule all in one week. So there's that, but that's going to be coming up soon. So uh, that was all of Saturday. Today's gig was so much better. It was so good. Now, I really hate popping strings. I'm very, uh, I, 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 it's something that weighs on my mind a lot. Like I pop a lot of strings in the summertime because I play hard and I, I can't, I mean, I don't know. I, I've tried and I just, I don't know what to do. I can't help it, but. So I changed out the the strings that I hadn't changed out yesterday of the ones that I popped. And then I put the rest of that set that I was stealing singles from on the guitar. I know this probably doesn't make any sense to you, but don't worry. It's not lasting long. And got done with that in time enough to be able to walk across the street and check out my buddy Michael Boney, who is from Bennettsville, South Carolina, who grew up a mile away from where I grew up. And uh, we... Our our grandparents, well, his uncle and uh, my granddad and all his folks, they all played music together, and we basically are cut from a very similar similar cloth. So, got to go across the street and check him out, and he's doing a great job. He did a he was doing a solo gig at a Buzz's Roost right across from where we were at Paula House, and that was awesome. He's doing a fantastic job, and I'm very proud of him. And I hope it continues to do that. But we get back to our we get back and start our gig, and I just keep popping strings, keep popping strings left and right, popping strings. And then I turn around and and by the way, this is a festival. Obviously, there's a lot of food vendors and there's a lot of Cajun foods and stuff. So like, I'm the one that's right next to us. Like every now and again, we'll get a breeze that'll blow through the building. Like I said, the building is sort of open, like it can, a breeze can blow through the building and it just catches all of these, the steam from all these spices and shit that they're cooking with. And I'll just take a big inhale of all these Cajun spices and it starts, it got like get stuck in your throat and you start coughing and you're trying to sing and do this. And I was inhaling all this stuff, but. Uh, I, I inevitably lost my voice. Obviously my singing voice, my speaking voice is somewhat still intact, but, um, I'm going to need to try to not speak at all tomorrow outside of trivia maybe. But, um, anyway, we, uh, after I, I just kept popping strings and we took a couple of breaks random and I, I usually like to try to play through because if I take a break, I'll lose momentum. And I like to try to, like I said, I like to try to play through, but we kept popping strings. So I'd have to take a break and we'd uh, go and get to talk to people that I don't get to see a lot and, um, had some really good conversations with a lot of, a lot of really cool people. And like I said, a lot of folks, I rarely get to see and, we get back on and do our last set, and it was like a good thirty or 45 minute set and uh, I, I we had like and I like we like to do requests we like to fill the you know fill out the crowd and see what they want to hear and play what they want to hear so um, we had a lot of requests that were backed up. And we were running out of time to fill them off, So I was like, man, we're going to have to cut some of these out. But then I was like, we started a little late, so it might not be a bad idea if we could play a little over. And so we have this awesome jam that we do every year, and that's one of the few places that we actually play it. And it's The Devil Went Down to Georgia. I have a a version of that that I've been playing for years. And uh, over the years of playing it, we added – just added a bunch of songs into it and made it a jam in the original version the devil wins if you ask me uh, I'm sorry but that little that little thing the devil does is pretty badass in the Charles Daniels version and but so in my version I wanted to turn the tables I wanted to kind of make the devil's part in the song like noticeably less awesome than than uh, Johnny's part so uh we have this sweet version of that that we like to do and we actually recorded the whole thing and I I'm I'm I may tonight go in and start ripping some of that apart and try to if I can get some of it. I might throw a little bit on a, on the end of the episode here. But um anyway, we uh the Rolls family who I absolutely love these people. Um we we uh we've we met the first time we played at the pilot house, which was I think seven years ago, six or seven years ago. And, uh, I had known their daughter who was a mutual friend of one of my ex-girlfriends and we, we, uh, didn't know each other really then, but obviously through the pilot house and them seeing us a lot for these, uh, blue crab festivals, we, um, became great, great friends. Anyway, I love these people to death and they are awesome. And if they ask me to play a song, damn it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> So, I also have this Taylor Swift jam that I do, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Uh, Ryan Adams recorded Taylor Swift's 1989 album, which is fantastic, and you should listen to it. Ooh, that would have been a good one to put on the listen today. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Um, So, Ryan Adams recorded these Taylor Swift songs, and I do the Ryan Adams version of them, but I mix a few of them together. And it's a really cool jam and they love it. And they always request it when they come to see us. And I, I can't say no to them because I just love them to death. I really do. And, uh, anyway, we did that jam and we got to the end and we did the devil went down to Georgia jam. So we did the devil went down to Georgia. We get to the, um, about halfway through the song and I pop a D string. I think it was a D. Yeah, I pop, I pop a string. Doesn't matter which one it was. Halfway through the song, I pop a string, and I'm and I in the middle of it, I, I just lean over to Adam, and I'm like, "Fuck it, just let's just keep going." And you could probably hear me on the record to say exactly that. And we go straight into the straight into the song for just 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 for um, safety's sake, I'll I'll tell you the songs line up. We start off with "Devil Went Down to Georgia." We go into "Devil's Part" is whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin. Then we go back into "The Devil Went Down to Georgia," "Fire on the Mountain," "Run Boys Run," into "Do You Feel Like We Do," into "Dear Mr. Fantasy," into uh, "Who Are You" by The Who, into "Dream On" by Aerosmith, into "Come Together" by The Beatles, back into "Devil Went Down to Georgia." And then that's pretty much like we do pretty much not the entire songs. We just pretty much do teasers from each song. So this is a good, if we're into it, this is a 15 minute jam and we're maybe six minutes in it when I pop my first string. So back to that point in the story. Um, I just say, fuck it. Let's keep going. So we did and we did really well. And, uh, uh, with the crowd, I mean, and not, not musically that we did really well with the crowd. Like the, we had one of the greatest crowd responses that I can remember having there ever. And maybe it was just because I looked out in the crowd and I saw so many familiar faces and I just, I'm a glutton for comfort. And wow. I've never said that before. A glutton for comfort. Hmm. That is huge. <laughs> wow. That's so where did that come from I'm a glutton for comfort and I looked out in the crowd and I was I felt comfort I felt comfortable and I just saw all these people who I love and I knew that I was about to be done and I could I, I didn't I didn't have anything else weighing on my mind I have tomorrow off all I have to do is play trivia maybe it was just a culmination of all of that but I felt the best. That I felt in a long time, standing in front of those people, playing with a five-string guitar, and just it, 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 I was just so so excited with how it was going, and in that, I popped another string, so now I'm playing a four-string guitar, and it's like it, it, the, I'm missing two very important strings, and uh, so now. I'm just literally strumming at the very end, uh, just just nothing, like basically nothing. I'm muting all the strings, trying to trying to keep strumming. And we end up finishing the song. We get one of the loudest encores we've ever gotten. We did two encores. We had to do two encores at this gig. We 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 finished with the Taylor Swift song. And immediately before we could even, and we were already going to do the devil went down to Georgia. Cause we do that. Well, that's our, that's our thing there, but they were already yelling encore before we were even like, we were already going to go into it. They were already yelling encore before we hit the last note in Taylor Swift. So we did the encore of the devil went down to Georgia and I've got four strings on the guitar and I'm like, love you guys to death. Well, wow, this is our favorite gig. Thank you so much for having us. Blah, blah, blah. We'll see you next time. Encore. Again, they just the room would not let us leave. And I we love I, I love that. But anyway. Uh oh. Losing video. Something's going on here. Uh oh. We lost video feed. Um anyway, YouTube crashed. Something's going on here. Um but that was basically that this is basically the end. Okay, so somehow I lost the end of the audio as well. But um, that was basically the end of the story. Um, They really just wanted the... They didn't want us to stop. We encored. It was great. Got to see all of the... And I was looking out of the crowd and all these familiar faces that I got to see. The Rolls family, who I love so much, are absolutely great people. Um, They just... I don't know. I looked out in the crowd and I was just comfortable seeing them there. And I was just very happy to be a part of the room that all these familiar faces were in. And I'm a glutton for comfort, which I've never said that before other than tonight. And, uh, I am in love with that term now. So there's that. You're going to be hearing me say that a lot, probably anyway. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here because my brain is, is just so beat and so tired. And I apologize for this episode, because uh, I know that it's not as as uh, contained as other episodes have been, but anyway, um, this gig that we played at the Pilot House is absolutely my favorite gig in the world, and maybe it is because I get to look out of the crowd and I see uh, Jeff and Liana and uh, just their 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 kids, their family, and just so many other uh, familiar faces and people that I never get to see or hang out with. And just, uh, maybe it's a combination of all that or the fact that I'm about to be done and I don't have anything to do tomorrow except for trivia. And I kind of get to get to chill and, and veg out and sort of reboot for a day or if it's a culmination of all these things, which it probably is, but the pilot house is, and will remain my favorite gig. And, uh, that that's all there is to that. I'm going to close with that. Just pile of house best gig number one gig. That's it. I really appreciate Debbie getting us in there every year, and that's just I'm um, I'm very 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 uh, happy to be able to call that my my favorite gig. It's a good good spot. All right. So things you should listen to and watch: The Beatles album called Love. It is a it is a compilation of a lot of different songs, and it's basically a mix like um, it's the Beatles album that the Cirque du Soleil show is is done to, and it was mixed by George and Giles Martin. Giles Martin is uh, the son of the great George Martin, who was the Beatles producer for damn near all their albums, if I'm not mistaken. Um, anyway. The kid wanted to learn how to be a producer, and he said, if you're going to do this, you're going to do it right, son. You're going to do use the Beatles. And then they created the Love album, which is fantastic. But uh, listen to that. John Moreland had a new, has a new album that's out called Big Bad Love. Came out uh, uh, sometime last year, maybe a little later last year. Big Bad Love, he is a big bad motherfucking songwriter. I'm here to tell you that. Uh, But listen to Big Bad Love, great album, great songwriter. And The Flaming Lips, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Listen to that. Very, very, very good record. All right, for watch this week, watch Mr. 3000, which is a Bernie Mac baseball movie. And it's Bernie Mac and it's baseball. If you like either one of those things, watch it. If you don't, watch it and maybe you'll understand me better. It's a good movie. I cry at the end every time. It gets me. Anyway, Dark. On Netflix, which is a great show, check that out. It's I'm not I don't want to tell you anything about it other than the fact that it is a German uh, German recorded show, and I'm pretty sure it has English overdubs, maybe subtitles. I'm not sure, can't remember, but it's awesome. It's not that long. It's only a few episodes, kind of like Stranger Things. And Netflix hits the ball out of the park every damn time. And I don't think that I've seen a bad show. That was uh, that was released by Netflix uh, or a movie even. I don't think I have yet. And in that, in the same breath, I tell you again, it's this important. Watch, dear white people. Watch, dear white people. It is so good, so damn good, and so damn relevant. Like, watch it, please. Anyway, Beatles love album. John Moreland, Big Bad Love. The Flaming Lips, Yoshimi Battles of Pink Robots. Mister Three Thousand dark, and dear white people, watch all those things, listen to all those things, I'm getting out of here, and I'm going to give my brain the next few hours off, and the good Lord's will and the creek don't rise, we'll see you guys again on Wednesday. Sorry about the video feed thing again, uh, YouTube crashed, and there was nothing that could be done, there was nothing that could be done, I tried to reopen it and it wouldn't do so there's that uh, I'm gonna oh our GoFundMe thing is uh, we've got another uh, another. I think 170 I think we got another another 170 bucks to uh, to purchase things with and I think we're gonna upgrade our video system instead of using my phone for YouTube live I think we're gonna Maybe maybe go after some GoPros or the only thing only reason that I, I, I am so partial to using my phone though is because I get to do the good YouTube live and I know that once it's there it's there there's it, it sort of keeps me honest and I, you know I, something that then I, I could if I wanted to edit but I choose not to but because I want to I want be better at this thing but that's that. I'm not going to bore you anymore with my voice, and I'm going to preserve a little bit of it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate you. Um, give us reviews. If you if you like what you're listening to, go on Podomatic. Go on iTunes. Write reviews, please. Write us reviews. Um let, just let me know what you're thinking. Same with the Facebook page. Go to the Facebook page and give a review of the, of the podcast there. Do that for me, please, if you will. I'll love you, and I'll dance at your wedding if you do so. Maybe. I don't know. Is this contractually committing me to that? Because I'm not very good at dancing. See, this is my brain right now. i got to get the fuck out of here. All right, guys. Love you. Meet it. Peace, bitches.